Rubber game on Wednesday between the A's and the White Sox. We pick it up bottom three. A's looking to build on a one-nothing lead. It is two on and two down for Bruce Maxwell as he digs in to face Mike Pelfrey. That one is drilled toward left center field and nobody's gonna get it. Lowry's gonna score. Here comes Yonder Alonzo and Alonzo will score. Three-nothing the A's lead. Gregory Infante loosening up, swinging a fly ball. Gap right center field on the run as Garcia takes a look, and it just does get over to the left of the 388 side. Jacob Brugman, and a 3-2 pitch on the way. Swung on and rolled up the middle with the infield drawn in. It sneaks through into score for the A's is Rajay behind him. Matt Joyce, a two-run single for Jed Lowry. The A's have extended things to 6-0. Now the 1-0 by Gray and swung on a bouncy ball, well hit to short, dug out by a Barreto, goes to second inside for the force. The A's built an early 6-0 lead against the White Sox in Wednesday's rubber game and put it in cruise control from there en route to a 7-4 win. Here is Oakland skipper Bob Melvin. I mean, it, you know, gets them on their toes a little bit and, you know, pitchers got to be quicker to the plate and cognizant of certainly him on base and Barreto stole the base too, so... I think I looked at A, we were 13th in stolen bases in the league, so we might have moved up a little bit. But when Raj gets on, he's one of the premier guys in the league, and that's what he can do. Outside of the one inning, Sonny was pretty darn sharp today. Over his last three starts, I think he's got like a 171 ERA. Yeah. It's really flipped the switch for him. Yeah, and it's the swings and misses, the bad swings that you see. And, you know, the changeup's really been a big pitch for him. It's a, it's a hard changeup that's sinking. Uh, he was sick. All day today, and you know to get six out of him like we did, um, he stepped up because he was not feeling too good before the game. He's not feeling great right now, but gave us six innings that we needed. Pitch great. Back to the running game. You know the stolen bases today. Is that is that something you guys talked about trying to do more of, or was it just a, the situation? Well, it depends. Yeah, I mean, you look at the with Pelfrey. What, it was 17 and one on him this year, so he's susceptible to it, but. You know, we're not just going to run in outs just to run. We have we had a guy on the mound that we felt like we could run on, had a couple guys in the game we felt like we could run on, and certainly when Raj is on base, we feel like we have a chance to run regardless. And Bredo adds some speed to the lineup too. Hey, now that is the first half is over for Sonny, could you talk a little bit about what, you know, he meant in this first half, especially after starting with injury? Yeah, and, you know, he's back to looking like he, he has in the past. And a lot of it had to do with health. You know, last year was back and forth on the DL and, you know, the sharpness within his pitches. I don't know that in his mind he felt great even when he was out there last year. And then, you know, once he came back to start this year and got a couple starts under his belt, you know, the velocity is back, the movement was back, and now he's back doing his thing like, you know, we've expected him to do. So health has is, is obviously been key for him. I know you've been asked about this and will continue to be asked about this leading up to the game, but beforehand, um, Yonder getting his all-star game jersey, I mean, just how right. special is that moment, kind of a encapsulation of all his hard work? Yeah, it is special. I mean, it's kind of a prelude to actually putting on a jersey at the game. So, you know, we got four more games to play in Seattle, and then he'll be on his way back home, and it's going to be... You know, when you've been to those things before, you, you you know, it's exciting when you go. You're exhausted when it's over. So there's going to be a lot going on for them, especially with family and everything there. But, um, you know, the pride factor being at home, uh, I don't know that anybody would value it more than he does. 
Jed obviously had three singles. What allows him at this stage of the career to still be such a productive hitter? And I know he's gone through it, but to hear all the trade talk, how he sort of ignores that. And yeah, like, I don't think he thinks too much about that. He just goes out there and plays. And, you know, he's, he can hit. And in this year, he's, he's probably as healthy and feels as good as he, he has maybe in quite some time, you know, with the surgeries that he's had. Switch hitter, he gets his matchup. He's a smart hitter. He understands how he's going to be pitched. You know all the above, so he's been had a really consistent year. Uh, uh, Maxwell, since he came back the, uh, this time, mm -hmm. he has been a lot more solid at the plate. What are some of the things you think that's going on that make him improve that much? Yeah, he's, you know, he's finally getting to settle in and knowing three days he's not going to get sent back down. You know, we we brought him up here at times to, you know, get him similar to maybe what we did with Sonny in the past and uh, Healy a little bit, and or not not Healy, but. Uh, we've done that with with some guys where they've been here for a little while, whether it's injury or whatever, and and probably aware that they're going back down. Now he knows he's here for good and he can settle in. He's a talented guy. He can do it on both ends. He can catch. He can throw. He can hit. Um, he's a true two-way catcher. So he, he's just comfortable knowing that he's going to be here for a while now. Rajay Davis ran wild on the White Sox all day long as he tied a career high with four stolen bases. Davis played a key part in Wednesday's 7-4 win as he spoke to the media following the game. Oh, this feels wonderful. I'm just able to contribute, uh, get an opportunity to play, and uh, help us win. You know, we, we talk about and we show Ricky Henderson Field and his uh, picture out in the outfield. When Ricky's here, how much do you talk about stealing bases? How much, even though he's not here right now, that helps you in a game like today where you're still four? Well, I mean, I, I, I think we, we, we've talked about it uh, uh, timeless uh, a number of times, you know. And, you know, it's just going a matter of being aggressive and, uh, you know, trusting um, that you're going to go out there and be safe every time. Hey, Raji, we saw you steal second base twice. We saw you steal third base twice. Stole a lot of bases in your career. Tell us the difference and the different things you look for when you're stealing second as compared to when you're stealing third. Well, um, still in second, um, I mean, that's usually um, it, it's on the, the pitcher. Um, so, you know, you're looking for, you know, just for the pitcher to go up with his leg. Um, sometimes they have good ball moves that they get away with. Um, like I got away with uh, the other day you know, I got picked off. But um, you know, what can you do? It's tough to see because so quick and uh, you just got to go out there and be aggressive. I think that's the, the, the key. You got you to gotta want to go. And Rajay, of course, to be able to steal bases, you have to get on base, and you're able to do so much going to the opposite field. How important is that for you as a hitter to see pitches away and be able to go to right field with those pitches to the, trying to roll over and especially to get on base the way you do? Well, the years I've hit the best is when I've been able to do that, um, go to right field, hit the ball hard, low line, line drives, and, you know, uh, give myself a chance. The A's pack their bags for Seattle on Thursday as they take on the Mariners at Safeco Field.